Okay, we are in Sefer Micha, Perik Zion, the last Perik in Micha. Alalai li ki hoyisi ki aspe kayetz pasuk alaf. And so we're going to see in the conclusion of Micha, despite the fact that it has been almost incessantly through these seven prakim, of rebuke. As we've said, Micha is prophesying 150 years before the Churban Bayis Rishon and the exile of the 10 tribes of the Northern Kingdom, but is remarkably accurate, although it is a very sad, um, gloomy kind of doomsday scenario interspersed by periods of nechama, of consolation. Now here, we're going to observe the style that Moshe Rabbeinu sets in Zos Habracha, the last sedra in Dvarim. That although it's very heavy in its beginnings with Dibrei Tochacha, he warns B'nai Yisrael what awaits them, what kind of people they're going to become, what kind of a nation. But he ends on a beautiful bracha of hope, Dvar Nichom, we would call words of consolation. And we've seen that really all the Nevi'im use that style, whether it's Hosea or Yoel or Amos or Yirmiyahu, they all end their Nevi'us with words of consolation, and so too it is here. Problem is, before we get to those last sukk in, in Perak Zion, we've got to do the beginning and middle of the Perak, which again is almost uh, incessantly tochacha and foreboding and words of, of, of doom and warning. So let's get right into it. Pasuk Aleph. Alalai li kihoyisi ka'asve kayetz ka'olos batsir. What Micha is doing here is what uncharacteristically he does is insert himself as a protagonist in the Nevoah. So here he's saying, Alele, woe is to me. Kiyoyisi ka'asve kayetz. In fact, the um, Rashi says, with woe is to me, Anavi mekonen alatsmo. He is making a lament over himself. And that's exactly what he's doing. Woe to me, Kiyoyisi ka'asve kayetz ka'olos basir. I am like those that harvest the fruit of the field at the very end of the harvest, where there's barely anything left, and that what is left is not worth picking. Ka'olos basir, in the vineyards, all you've got left is the remnants, the gleanings of the, the grapes. There is no fruit really to eat. Bikura Ivoso, no grapes to have. Bikura Ivsonafshi, my soul longs for fruit, is what he's saying. Fruit being the metaphor of the Bene Yisrael. And uh, Rashi says in his self lament, because I, with my 
fortune or good fortune, I am the Navi in an era where she'en b'nei odom sadikim bador. There are no righteous people, there are no good people in the generation. So I am like totally bewildered, lost, and the subject of self-pity for sure, but that this is what has happened to me. Avad chasid min the chassid, the righteous person, is gone. There is no such thing as a righteous person. Um, the yashar ba'adam ayin. And a yashar, a um, man who is honest and righteous, ain't kulam. There's none of them. Kulam ledamim ye erbu. They are like all waiting in ambush. To sabotage, to trap, to exploit their fellow Jew, Yotsudu Kerem. They're like spreading the nets to entrap. Yes. Is, is, is this para, is this the end of a lifetime? Or the Nabuah that he gave in the first Prakim, did they take place over his entire life? Or in short, what we don't know. Um, we don't know how long this period of Nebuah was, uh, but no, it could not have been very long. It could not have been very long. I think he ruled simultaneously, we said, with uh, one king. But yeah, it did take uh, over a, a period of years, but yeah, why? What's... I think then the, the his, his self-lamentation makes sense, right? He's tried. And right, he's totally frustrated. There's no question about it. Yeah. And he's got good reason. There has been no perceptible improvement. Um, just see, Dvar Hashem, Micha, B'yom Yosem, Achaz, Yisuyel, Machai. No, he um, prophesied during the reigns of three kings, Yosem, Achaz, and Yechizkiah. That had to be over a period of 25 years at least. Yeah. In any event, he is dispirited. And he says that all you do is lie and wait for your fellow man to entrap him. Uh, the Malbin, by the way, Malbin is a very interesting technique we've observed. Usually we use words where the Navi is given a poetic license to use variations of the same word, like chassid adam. Malbin's theory is that the Navi never uses spare words. Chassid is different than adam. So the Malbin, they're saying the Chassid is one who is specialized in both Adam la Makom and Adam la Chavero, while the Adam is the Chavero. He makes that distinction. You're going to find it, and he's done it all through Navi. There's a reason each word is chosen. In any event, Al Harak Kapim Lechetev, they uh, expect their like, palms are itchy for what's going to enrich them in their despoilment and in their exploitation of their poor fellow Jews. And now he gives a magnificent metaphor of a chain of corruption. Says Micha, Hasar Shoel, the Hashofet Bishalom. That the Tsar, the officers, the judges, they show out, they ask, they solicit bribes 
for what they're doing. Hashofet Bishlum. Now the judges Bishlum, they expect some sort of payoff here as well. And Hagadol, Gadol could mean the noblemen. Some of us say it means the king themselves using the noblemen as bagmen, as it were, they too want something out of this. Don't we have us not show to fulfill the needs of their soul? Who the Absuha? And so what they've done by Absuha is like they have sewn together a chain, a total chain of total corruption that goes from the bottom to the top. Everyone is on the take. Justice is for sale. Um, verdicts are for sale. They cover for each other. And that's what you've got. You've got a corrupt society that cannot do anything but unravel. Tovam kachede. The best of them, says Micha, are like thorns. Yashra bimsucha. The righteous, they're like thorn bushes. And you touch them, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get stuck. Uh, and so you await the day of your enrichment and the day of your enrichment is going to come the same day as you're waiting you're going to be paid back and that you will be so confused because on this great expectation the punishment now comes and you are just perplexed you don't understand what happened. Everything was set in order, and you are now going to get exactly what is coming to you, and it's going to just leave you confused. It could also mean the Navi Shekel, who told you everything was going to be all right, and suddenly nothing is right. They are just totally baffled at the poor judgments they made and the poor advice they gave. Um, Al Taminu, this is strong. Al Taminu Berea, don't trust your neighbor. Al Tichahu Ba'alo, don't trust your rulers, your political representatives. Mishkavis Chekecha Shmar Pischa Picha. And they or she that lies in your bosom, which would seem to refer to one's wife, Shomer Pischa Picha. Guard the gates of your mouth. Don't speak anything that was going to come back to hurt you, which is a pretty strong indictment. The Radak mollifies it somewhere by saying it's not really your wife. What he means is your older brother, if that's any better. But in short, trust no one. You were living in a society where the son degrades his father. Bas the daughter attacks her mother. the daughter-in-law attacks the mother-in-law. Ove ish beso, and the enemies, the worst enemies a person has, is his servants, who he expects loyalty and devotion. The men of his household, you cannot trust anyone. And now Micha injects himself again into this to sort of a testimonial. But nonetheless, I wait for the Kaddish Baruch Hu. I will wait for him. The Lord of my salvation. In the end, the Kaddish Baruch Hu will hear me. And now a message to the enemies of Israel. 
the Bavels, the Sancheirus, the Egyptians. Al tismachi oivatai, do not rejoice, my enemies. Kinochlasa komti, because yes, I have fallen, but I will rise again. He Hashem, and yes, now I am dwelling in darkness of the Lord. Orally, the Kodesh Baruch Hu will make it light. Zaf Hashem esah, I will bear Hashem's anger. Ki chatasi, because I have sinned, it is legitimate, I have sinned against him. until he fights my battles, for us mishpati, and carries forth uh, righteousness with me. Yotzi'eni la'or, he will lead me to the light, and at that time, erebitzen kaso, I will see his, his righteousness. So I will bear the anger now, but in the end, Everything will be fine. The Sarah Ivasai, and my enemies will see this. They will see my ultimate triumph, Busha, and they will be covered with humiliation. Uh, because why? They have taunted me for centuries. Where, where is this Hashem, this delivery? Now they will see how total and complete it is. You will cover your eyes. It is so spellbinding. Um, and who are now ready to be like mud, that to be trod on. Now we will have the upper hand. Interesting next sentence, Yom Livnoski Doreh. It is now the day that is to come where you will build your fences. The Navi Amos spoke eloquently how the day is going to come, you are going to mend the fences, you will be strong again. So Yom Livnoski Doreh, Yom Havuyer Chak Chok. That day is far away from you. And some of fortune say it will never happen. Now, what does that mean? In its shot meaning, in its simple meaning, it says that the day for building the fences, restoring your city, your country, your fortifications is distant. It will come, but right now it's distant. Some say that in the time of Mashiach, you're not going to need them. You're not going to need fences, you're not going to need fortifications, and so they will never come. So those are the two pshatim in that sentence. Yom huva adecha yavo, limine ashur v'arei matsur. In that day, and now we're speaking to these nations, in that day your armies will come from ashur v'arei matsur, from fortified cities, your fortified towns, from east to west, from sea to sea, from uh, mountain to mountain. Your day is going to come, you enemies. And your lands, doesn't mean Israel, but your lands will be for desolation, for its inhabitants, because of the fruits of your evil and of your sinning. This again to the nations of the world. Now comes the beginning of the consolation. 
You, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, lead your nation, your people, with your staff. the sheep of your legacy. Let them dwell in tranquility and seclusion in the forests and in the Carmel. The Carmel is usually a synonym for the most burdened, fruitful part of Israel. Yiru Boshen Begilad Kime Olam, and they will, uh, their flocks will be in Bashan and Gilad, like in days gone by. Bashan and Gilad, you remember, were the east bank, and the fields were so fertile, that's where Ruvain, Shimon, and Chatsi Shevet Menashe asked that they be there, they be left there, or they'd get that as a Nahra after they had liberated Canaan for their fellow tribes because it was so prosperous. And that's what's going to return. He made Seis I will show you miracles that you have not seen since the days you came out of Egypt. And you, Goyim, the nations of the world will see this Voshu. They will be humiliated, some because all of their might and all they did to you uh, has come to naught. They will cover their ears so they don't hear, or it's in disbelief, really. They will cover their ears in disbelief and they will be silent. Now, uh, one before Yahalfu offer Kanachash, they will crawl in the dust like snakes, Kizochalayaris, like those uh, reptiles that crawl on the earth, Yegersum and Miskogoraham. They will be confined into their spaces, El Hashem Elokeinu Yevchadu, the Yorumincha. And they will fear the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and they will fear you. This will be, in the end of days, again, Israel will be the nation of the world, the Kaddish Baruch Hu will be the acknowledged creator, and the nations who do not go along will retreat in shame if not destruction. Now, last three psukim are the beautiful ending of Micha, and we're going to be seeing a lot of it. It couldn't be more timely than this month or all. Miel Kamocha is, we say, in the Slichos, which we're going to begin soon, every morning we conclude Slichos with Miel Kamocha. It is the Maftir ending of Shabbat It is the Maftir ending of Mincha after Yonah. It's appended to Yonah. The Tzvardim say it every morning after the Akedah, Miel Kamocha, and we use it as the basis for Tashlich. It's the basic prayer of Tasha. So we say a lot of Miel Kamocha, and it is Micha's valedictory to the nation that he has been so consistently excoriating for their sins. And it's Miel Kamocha, who is like you, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Nosei Ovon, but over our Pesha, who bears the sins and forgives the transgressions, L'Sheris Nachloso, to the remnants of his people. Lo Hezikla Adapo, he does not hold his anger forever. Kichafez Chesedu, he desires righteousness, he desires goodness. He doesn't want to punish. Yoshev Yerachmenu, Yichbosh Avonosenu. He um, 
brings back or reigns in his anger. He gives his uh, compassion. And he will conquer, as it were, Aravonos, Vitashlich, this is where we get its connection to Tashlich. Vitashlich and Suos Yom Tolchatosam. And he will cast into the depths of the sea all their sins. Notice he will not put them away or store them away. They will be as if they never occurred, the sins of Israel. Titan Emes Liakov, give Emes to Yaakov, truth, Chesed Avram justice, righteousness to Avram, which was their characteristics. And the question is, of course, what happened here to Yitzchak? And the answer is quite simply because Yitzchak was the father of Esau. And Esau will be around forever, so that it would not be appropriate, but, say the Mephorshim, the rest of it does intend to include the three of us. Which he swore to all of the others, we may them from days of yore. So, what the Navi is saying, it is through the merits, the schusim of the others, that we will merit Hashem's mercy, uh, because it is our sins that will be forgotten, erased, thrown to the depths and we will be rebuilt as a nation, and it is a beautiful way to end Sefer Micha V'cheni Yeratzon, and tomorrow in Yertzah Hashem, 8.45 a.m., we begin the Navi Nachum. Make sure you're there. You will not want to miss it. Ad Khan.